Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my Mike Dorit. Hi, this is Tom Thurwell. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the Nightmare Fuel Hustle Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, Ooh Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken. Glorious. Broken but glorious. To broken but glorious podcast because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by one of the hottest young tag teams in Brit Rest. Risa Rogan, how are you doing this evening, lads? Uh, thanks for having us on, mate. Pleasure to be on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I've, I've wanted to get you on for ages. So I saw your debut at Wrestle Island October, late last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was after the summer, wasn't it? it yeah. Was, it was pretty cool that you was there. I mean, it was a pretty interesting pretty interesting way to debut, coming yeah. in and being part of the stable. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then COVID happened, and we have not been able to have another of Slalom shows. Yeah, it just messed everything up, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How you been surviving lockdown? Um, I think it's been pretty calm and everywhere. I mean, yeah, it's definitely had its impacts on there. Like, just totally different. Like, it's something we haven't experienced before, isn't it? It's pretty draining yeah, definitely. as well. Like, home workout yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah, it, t- it took me a while. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it took me a while to get used to having to work from home and stuff. I've been working in the same office for like 20 years, and then suddenly I have to be in my dining room and my laptop's been a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine working from home is really like, I don't think I'd be able to get motivated to work from home. It was harder at the beginning because the kids were here because they were at school, so having to try and do work and look after the kids was a bit fun. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah start a lockdown, like I had a job at the start of lockdown, nine to isolate. You know, like I was one of the people that got let go due to having to isolate. Oh. Yeah, yeah. pretty sucked. Oh. Uh, the first lockdown didn't affect me as much because I was, I broke my ankle, so I was in a cast. So I was pretty much oh. anywhere, so, like, this one has, like, totally hit me for 10, like, it's horrible. Oh. <laughs> now I'm experiencing my first lockdown, yeah, it's, it's killing me, legit, like, training at home is the worst, not yeah. making friends and family is the worst. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I say, I haven't seen my nan, but I've seen her once since, twice since March, I think. Yeah, it's the elderly that are really suffering as well, like, I can't remember the last time I've seen my grandparents. I've been this long without seeing in person. Yeah, we had uh, in the summer we had a barbecue in a garden, and that was last time I saw her. So it's been good three or four months. Which is I see, I speak, I speak to her, but I haven't seen her face to face since the summer. So. Yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks. <laughs> it does. So this will give away your age. So Reese, who was your favourite wrestler growing up? Me, I had quite. I had a, I had a couple. Like I really like the Rock. Like he was like yeah. my, my main favourite. Like. He was just so entertaining, like so like his character was ace. I also really liked like Undertaker and Triple H as well. Like I love WrestleMania yeah. eighteen. Rock and Austin and Undertaker seventeen, sorry. Rock and Austin so, and Undertaker and Trips, like hell of good matches. And the gimmick battle royal, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Rogan? So I was like a massive Kane fan, so I grew up a horror. I was a big horror nerd. Yeah. Um, I think it must have been something wrong with my parents because while everyone else was <laughs> playing Halo and everyone else was watching cartoons, 
I was watching horror movies. Mm. I like gravitated towards Kane, the mask and the fire. It just it was different from everything else on the show. And then there was guys like Eddie Guerrero, whose charisma it was just hard not to love. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I agree with Eddie. Yeah, Eddie was technically sound. He was so good. Well before his time, I think. Yeah, everything from the entrance to the attire and the boats. He was just again another guy that was different from everything else on the show. Yeah, definitely. So you're kind of attitude era babies then? Yeah, yeah, so I'm only like 24, so I didn't get into it until like early 2000. Oh, cool. Sweet. Yeah, because I, I stopped watching around the attitude era for a couple of years. So have you ever been Laps fans for a amount of times? Say that again? Yeah, when I was like high school, I stopped watching it because it, like, it wasn't cool back then to like it when he was in high school, was it? No. <laughs> like, wrestling wasn't the cool thing to watch because it was like, the attitude there had just finished. So yeah, it was just not cool to watch at that point. So I no. watched it for a few years, but then I gradually got back into it. And yeah, here we are today. And I was more like, I didn't stop watching it, but I kind of like found different promotions. So when I kind of went off like WWE, I kind of found myself watching more Japan stuff and then just bouncing back and forth. Yeah, yeah. There was a period of time when when I started watching different brands, watching different companies like Japan, like uh, TNA or Ring of Honor. So I don't think there's ever a time where I wasn't watching wrestling of some kind. Yeah, it was, it was when I got to sixth form when I started drinking and meeting girls and <laughs> just it just wasn't wasn't yeah it wasn't a fun thing to stay in on a Saturday night and watch wrestling. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, I go out to Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine many girls would want to watch the pay-per-view on a Sunday night at one in the morning. <laughs> so, Rogan, what um, actually prompted you to dawn the tights to get into the ring? Um, so, I think it's just, again, just being a massive fan. I mean, everyone, whether it's, like, TV shows or video games, you just follow what you enjoy. And uh, mm. wrestling gave me an opportunity to join it as there was a local school in Hull. And yeah. um, I, I just straight away, there was people like me who watched and talked about wrestling, where at school or in everyday life, there necessarily wasn't. So wrestling training was a place where I could go and meet people who have similar interests. And I necessarily didn't join training to become a wrestler. Again, it was just yeah. more to meet people who enjoy wrestling. And then oh, wow. the time, I... Enjoyed the actual wrestling. He enjoyed taking bumps, uh, building my confidence through character work, and yeah, I just fell in love with it. Yeah, because much cool. hair taking bumps is very, very addictive for some reason. <laughs> yes, I've heard that. <laughs> How was your first bump back after after the lockdown when we had them couple of bumps? It was horrible. <laughs> I was aching for days afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah. Like your body isn't naturally meant to fall onto the ground on your back. No. <laughs> I don't think people realise like how um, hard a wrestling ring can be, mm. if you, if you, especially yes. if you fall wrong. Uh, I remember when I was younger, everyone was like, nah, it's crash mats, it's a trampoline, and it couldn't be anything further from the truth. It's just wood and metal. And <laughs> people, people outside the business just don't understand like how dangerous wrestling can be. Yes, definitely. Because <laughs> I've heard, I've heard, yeah, I've, heard, I've interviewed a couple of people and they've said that 
during lockdown, they just concentrated on their physiques. And then they got back into the rink. You forgot to do any cardio and they'll gassed after like two minutes because they haven't <laughs> done anything for like six months. <laughs> yeah, that, that will have me to be fair. Like, <laughs> I think everyone is using the frustration of the current world to put into building the physiques and trying to get in better shape. Yes. It's hard to do without the gym, but I mean, with a lot of time on your hands, there is a lot you can do at home, I guess. And with that frustration, yeah. you got a bit of motivation there to push yourself maybe a bit harder. Yeah, some people got a tremendous shape over the last couple oh, It's going to be so good when they get back. <laughs> so, so, so Reese, what, um, was well, so there a wrestler you wanted to like mold your style around when you started training? Was it like The Rock and Stone Cold? And yeah, like, that, pretty much the same as um, Rogan, really. Like, didn't necessarily get into wrestling training to become a wrestler. Like um, Rogan said, um, you you meet people there who have the same interests as you, and like then people kind of bring you back, not necessarily not necessarily the wrestling, until you mm. get further and further into the training. Yeah. So what did you, did either of you have like an idea of a character you wanted to be when you started training? No, no, I was oh. literally wrestler here until I got paired with Rogan. Oh wow. Yeah, like I couldn't have been any more the word I'm looking for, like generic until I got paired with Rogan. Create a wrestler name. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so take us back to your first match. Oh, either of you, so each of you. So, what do you remember about it in hindsight? Did you enjoy it? Was it any good? Have you gone back and watched it? Or? So the first match as a team, we versed um, two young lads called uh, the Rock and Cole Express, which is Scotty Rock and Cole Express. Yes. And two high flyers, like really good at what they do. And we'd never really been a team before. So, mm. it was very like trial and error. And um, I remember the like real nervous because in training we had pretty much the entire match like set down. We thought this is what we're gonna do, and then mm-hmm. on the day we found out uh, one of our trainers, Nathan Cruz, was gonna be the he was gonna like uh, produce the match and help oh, us like, structure yeah. the match. So uh, pretty much all the ideas that we originally had like went out the window, and we got better ideas due to Nathan's help. Oh, amazing! Yeah pretty much do an entire different match from what we originally had in planned. So my nerves was like skyrocketing. And it, it, yeah. went, it went better than I thought. I mean, it's not one I look back on and I think, oh, that was good. I mean, I was really green. But with Reese's help and Rock and Cole's help, um, it really helped me feel comfortable on my first match. So, yeah, I couldn't do it without them lads. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I'd say I, I interviewed Nathan Moore, oh, God, about this time last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a really, really fun story too. <laughs> yeah, Nathan's got like such a good man. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, how young he is still. I, I just seem like he's been around for like years. He's only just turned 30, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the first ever progress champion when he was 21 and stuff. I was like, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. Amazing crazy. Yeah. <laughs> This is the professional Nathan Cruz and you are listening to Broken But Glorious Podcast because like me, you are head to toe a pro. So, so tell us about, a bit about the history of the team. Where did you meet? And... So we, we met at training, obviously. Yeah. Um, the, the book of for NGW, Rich Dunn, he 
He came down from the training sessions and he watched us both work, not as a team, but he kind yeah. of like joked around and said, like, unless you two go together as a team, I ain't booking you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was I, like a very off-the-cuff, like, badrish way of yeah. saying that we look alike and it yes. didn't really work if we both was on the same card because we look like the same person who's kind of on twice. <laughs> and then it kind of, like, clicked to us, like, we had to at least give it a go. Yeah, yeah. See how it would go. And ever since then, I mean, it's kind of weird. I can't imagine it any differently now. I can't imagine myself being a single wrestler. I don't, like, yeah. think, like, when I'm watching wrestling now, and I'm trying to, like, study stuff to find stuff to take into matches, I'm no longer thinking as, like, a single wrestler. I'm thinking of how can I make this spot? into a sequence for two guys. Yeah, into a tag team spot, not oh, a single wow. spot. Yeah. It's weird how you watch wrestling to, like, a trainee's eyes. It's uh, very different. Yeah, it's very hard to watch it, like, as a fan. Yeah. Like, when, when you're clued up and stuff, it's so hard to watch wrestling as a fan. Like, you're always watching, like, what's going on and why something's happening. And, yeah, like, like Corey said, just trying to get the spots that are in there as a tag team just try and stand out. The, the way we do stand out is we have a manager and Ted Cash. Yeah. So we get him involved in our spots as well and make like a trio, which makes us stand out from everyone else on the card as well. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a Kev Cash. So how did that relationship come about, and how does how does he how how does he affect the team dynamically? Uh, so he was originally managing JD Boom, a wrestler up in Hull, and. Yes. Uh, then their relationship kind of like broke down in the star alarm and yeah. Kev had turned on JD and we had become like Kev's hired guns and uh, we became like his bodyguards and we pretty much took out JD Boom and he became our manager. Oh, amazing. There. Oh, cool. Was there any rejected team names that you went through before you settled on R&R, yeah, Visa Vegan? Yeah, yeah, uh, we originally had the enemy, which uh, I don't think many people was high on. I think the everyone kind of likes R and R because yeah. it's kind of a play on relaxed relaxation, and it just like yeah. kind of plays off the tongue, doesn't it? R and yeah. R, yeah, like, R and R into it. So originally, like before me and Corey got paired together, I had a few yeah. matches like on my own kind of thing, and yes. I was, my my gimmick name was Reese Riley. So originally, we was gonna call ourselves Riley and Hopkins. All oh, right, okay. But it don't kind of have the same ring to it, does it? Yeah. <laughs> so, sounds like a detective show. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> sound very intimidating, no matter how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, R and R suits you. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> so, 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 from the few matches I've seen of you, you seem to have like a pretty old school style. Was that intentional from the outset? Um, for me, definitely, because I'm a big fan of guys like Regal and Finlay. Mm. Uh, guys that are just like very snug. I mean, both of us look up to Rampage Brown. We look up to the bigger, uh, more aggressive wrestlers in the British scene. And it's hard yes. not to want to project that as well. So we try to watch guys like, like I say, Finlay, Regal and Rampage. And how can we make that into a tag? Um, you look at guys like Natural Disasters. You look at guys like Orphan. They're all like six for eight in that way. Like, yeah, eleven were like not exactly massive, so we have to kind of find spots and sequences and ways to do a match without being monsters. It has to be very scrappy, it has to be very realistic. Yeah, so we're very scrappy. We've got to like wear our opponents down, so yes. we're kind of like on top of them. Yeah, 
like even though we're big guys, I wouldn't necessarily say we're like powerhouses. No. I would say we're more brawlers, more like, yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I was gonna say you look like more of a brawl, brawling team than you do like a. So, so who who've been some of like your favourite feuds and matches you've had so far, Steam? Um, I think our time in uh, match from Tardle with Jack Turner and B.A. Rose was a good one. Yes. Tardle has a very adult-based crowd. They kind of fed off it really well. I'd love to get to Tidal. Yeah, this is the Tidal match. I really enjoyed our full storyline. Because the payoff match was me and Corey against J.D. Boom and then Corsus Kennedy. Oh, wow. So it was kind of a way for us to bump around for someone, which was really fun. I was say, is, is, is it weird when you when you go from like the being the big guys in the matches to then meeting a big <laughs> the Colossus? <laughs> it is weird, yeah, but I like taking the big bump. Yeah. Yes, this is a, a very good purse for a bat body drop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I love taking the bumps and selling my ass off, and it's making the guy I'm working look good. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing you're just. Having this time off has given you time to rest your bodies, get rid of all them niggling injuries, and evaluate what's kind of worked well, what hasn't worked well over the last couple of years, and make in the few like character tweaks for the return. When it comes to injuries, it's kind of weird because the week before the first lockdown, Reese yeah. dropped his ankle, and then Ooh, yeah. and then the um, lockdown ended, and I uh, dislocated my shoulder. Oh, I did that. Se- uh, we went into the second lockdown. Yeah. Where single handles are putting Yeah. Great. 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 We're gonna look oh, even, we're gonna look even more alike, I guess. It's gonna be harder to be a commentator tell us apart. I think. Yeah, we definitely definitely will be ourselves apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, Gorilla Monsoon went on a nasty boys match. He goes, "It's the nasty yeah, boy. Yeah. It's the other <laughs> nasty boy." <laughs> we're doing some twin magic or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so since we had our last shows, we did have the, like the speaking out movements. How do you? Thing rest will be different when we return, or what you, you're hoping will be different when we return? I think um, promotions are going to have to take it onto board. Promoters are going to have to take it onto board. Um, but mostly, people have to remember that there's still a lot of fantastic young talent. There's oh, incredible yes. talent still out there, and the British scene is people are saying it's dead and all this stuff, and it's not oh. necessarily dead. So much good talent that it can't be dead. Guys like no. Joe Nelson, Dave Graves. I mean, these guys are going to be new locker room leaders. Guys like Robbie X. You know, I mean, the British scene is still going to be strong. Yes, I can't. Yeah, yeah. There was, there was somebody on Twitter was saying, yeah, because you can't bring in the imports, that means rest of strategy. You don't need if your if your promotions relying on imports. It kind of deserves to die because you should be creating the atmosphere yeah, I mean, to bring I mean, through the new talent. If you want to bring an import in, I mean that's to you, but I mean, a lot of promotions can get on just on the local talent alone, because like I said, the local talent is better than ever before. Yeah, there's a lot of good, really, really yeah. good up-and-coming talent, like wrestling, at, when it does retain, may have kind of a bad name, but it's up to like the guys who are left, like me and Corey, Joe Nelson, Dave Gray, Robbie X's, 
to bring that attention, the positive attention back to wrestling. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to wrestle Ireland and TNT to return. It's just my five years it's got like six DVDs of wrestle Ireland and we just keep watching them again and again and again. We need some new DVDs. It gets like withdrawal rules and we're not going to live wrestling. So, so. Uh, fingers crossed it'll be back in, uh, as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, so TNT were meant to have shows at the end of October, but then Liverpool went into tier three, so they had to cancel it. And, so it's ah, it's awful. It's probably with me getting injured. Uh, we keep guessing <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> it's just a very frustrating time at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. It's a weird time as well. Like, like I say, we never experienced this before. It's all new to us. Yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, that's just kind of... Uh, if you had like a clear path, and say, on this date, you can all work to that date, but they're not knowing that's the worst Yeah, thing. there's no, there's no end yet at the minute, is Oh, fingers crossed this vaccine works. We'll all be vaccinated by Easter, as he says, and then life can go back to normal. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed, man. Bones and Boris. <laughs> yeah. So what? <laughs> so do you have a, like a, a like a bucket list or dream matches you want to have in like 2021 when Great Rest returns? Or? Um, I think when it comes to like tag teams, we want to work. I mean, it's hard to deny the tag teams like Synergy. You probably hear them guys. Yes. Uh, uh, big, like, muscular guys. They're very charismatic. They're very, like, yes. likeable guys. I mean, I want to get in with there with them. These guys, like, Young Guns. Oh, you first, the Young Guns. That'll be a clash of styles. It'd be, that'll be a hard-hitting match as well. So. Yeah, we have worked with Jacobs in the past, and Luke yeah. is phenomenal. So good to wear. Um, Ethan's, like, got, uh, Ethan's got a tremendous shape. He's put some bulk on over... Lockdown. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Ethan's looking really, really good. Yeah, the future's bright for both guys. I mean, it, you can't deny both guys are going to be locker room leaders and they're going to be everywhere. Yeah, isn't Ethan just turned 18? Is that stupidly young? It's crazy to think that, though, isn't it? About how good they are. Making us feel old. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, oh, other, other, Crash Boat would be a good interesting team against you, because they're so. Wacky and Zany versus a serious, hard-hitting team like you. That would be a lot of fun. Oh, definitely. Again, both uh, two guys that are so charismatic and so flashy and likeable. If we come yes. in there and we slow them down, if we come in there and we deny you fans of their favourite moves, well, that just, that's just going to make us very unlikable. It's going to get us the heat. Yeah. And then near the end of the match, and if they do happen to make a comeback, then... You fans will love it. You'll hopefully come up for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, other teams like uh, Made to Last, More Than High, and uh, Wrestle Island's got Paradox and uh, Merseyside Mercery Squad. So just a few, a few like young teams coming through, which I thought oh, great teams for you. Yeah, to face. some some really promising names. Like just can't wait to get back in the ring and wear these guys. Hopefully, like it's very generic to say, oh, we want to work anyone and everyone and work everywhere. But, I mean, I think that's what everyone wants to do. Everyone says that because everyone wants to get better. And the only yeah. place you're going to get better is inside the ring and get as much ring time as you can in front of the people as much as you can. Yeah, there's that, there's that much, that many promotions these days. If you, you could, you could just make you, like, if you just want to stay in the North East and Yorkshire, you can do. And if you want to just be a North West wrestler, you can do. Yeah. It's good that there's like it's like a proper like old territory system as well. So there's like the northeast, the northwest, and the Midlands and the London scene. It's like 
He's a freak, freak kid. So each each area is is fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, luckily, we have like we know a lot of people in Britrus. So when there's a car going different places, we're always desperate and wanting to jump into the car and just travel down to different shows and meet mm. new people, introduce ourselves, and make a good impression. Yeah. Did Did you know what the the storyline with Steel Industries was going to be? Or? Steel Industries. Uh, we don't know what the future is going to be. I don't know what what's happening with that. Um, but on the day, it was kind of just like it was. It was real. We travelled. Yeah. We travelled everywhere with Lucas and Mark. Yes. Like that was a real thing. All four of us really did travel everywhere together. And yeah. We're all real friends. We're all real mates, wanting each other to do better. And so yeah, there wasn't really much storyline beyond that. We literally was four guys hungry, wanting to take yeah. over. And luckily, the promoter of Wrestle Island liked the idea and he went for it and gave us a chance and um, I don't know what the future holds for us in Wrestle Island but never say never and fingers crossed we'll be back one day and you'll see us again in the Wrestle Island ring creating havoc. Yeah like when when you hear the, the saying always oh, take it here with you that's that's yes. the of what it was like we hopped in the car with Lucas and Miles went down there to watch the Wrestle Island show Introduce ourselves, meet people, watch the wrestling. And yeah, it just happened. Like, the promoter was all up for it. It was really, really good. Oh, amazing. It was yeah, experience working at Wrestle Island as well. Like, somewhere we've never worked before. It was just, yeah, it was really enjoyable. You got quite a decent pop when you came out as well. I felt it was like, it was, it was, it was against the Myatt the Maya family. I can't remember. The Maya, Maya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good to know good. that people up there will know who we are, even this, even though we're not necessarily based up there. Again, I think that just comes from us travelling everywhere and just trying to meet as many people as we can. Mm. Yeah, and being in the fact because Lucas has just lost the Wrestle Island Championship, so he's he's in a terrible mood, and Miles has become one of like the cock the cocky under like mid carders. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, so I definitely say Miles is <laughs> Miles is one to watch. Miles Kerman is, if he wants to be, he could be uh, a big name next year. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. I interviewed him last year. He was, he was so fun to talk to. Great, great guy. I am Miles Kerman, and if you want to be miles better, listen to the Broken but Glorious podcast now. So, if you are a promoter for a day, promoting a show, so using wrestlers you've either worked with, trained with. Wrestlers that are associated to you in some way. If I give you a match type, you tell me who you're putting that match. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so who'd be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? Right, um, I think we should have something like fast pace, something maybe like a fatal four-way. Oh, yes. Do that, Reese? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, so, fatal four-way, something nice, fast pace, get the crowd going. Um, I'll throw Miles Kamen in there, and Joe Nelson. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool, yeah. I'd throw... Um, Jack Bandicoot in there. Yes. And who else can I throw in there? Small fast paced. Maybe Big Guns Joe, just to bring Ooh. down a little bit, a bit of character work, um, character work in there. Yeah, he need, he needs to stop getting so big because he's ruining his gimmick for getting in such great shape. <laughs> he's meant to be small and thinks he's big enough to be enormous. <laughs> so <it's> like... <laughs> yeah, it's not really a gimmick, will it? This uh, not really a gimmick, so. No, just be. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> just be Joe. <laughs> what about your comedy match? Oh, we've already used Big Guns Joe now. Yeah. 
Um, outside, <laughs> a guy called Jimmy McKilvey, based in um, BWR, up this area. He's just a very charismatic oh, guy. Cool. Very funny. I'd probably have to go there. Chuck Wood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, t- yeah. There's Chuck Wood. Somebody I need, I need to see live. Yeah. And he, Matt Myers, who plays Chuck Wood, has, he's helped trainers along with Nathan. He's been one of our trainers. And yeah, I mean, we don't, we do, he just probably doesn't get enough credit he deserves. No. Very underrated talent. And when it comes to where uh, comedy wrestling, there's a trainee called Dion based in Hull at the NGW Academy. I think yeah. uh, one day, like in a few years' time, people might be talking about him. Oh, amazing. He, he makes like diss tracks. He's just a very like funny guy. He's fun <laughs> to watch, I'd say. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was very impressed that night when he started NGW on telly, but it hasn't been on for a while. Um, the yeah. Liverpool channel or the Birmingham channel, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I think it was on a lot of like local channels around the country. We've got a channel here called Estuary and it was on there as well. Yeah, I think it's the Liverpool channel. It might, might be the same thing. They just changed the name all over the country. It's Liverpool, I'm sure it was like the Liverpool channel here. Was, yeah. I, I used to love it, but then it just stopped one day. Yeah, Matt May has always impressed me when I was on it. Yeah, like I say, Matt's very, very good. Like, we can't thank him enough for like, the, the work he's put in with us and the way he's helped us so much over, like, in British wrestling and things like that. He's been really, really good. Yeah, it's like, a, like when it comes to mentors and stuff, I mean, we want to make our mentors proud. We, it, yes. we want Myers and Cruz and Darren Diablo and Lucas. We want these guys to be able to say, look, Reese and Rogan are reliable, they're good. And we want, we want them to yes. be able to say, look, these guys can do this spot on this show and we can trust these guys. And yeah, that's pretty much more than we can ask for. The fact that these guys have put trust in us and helped us get this, this far. And we're looking forward to branching out and continuing to do that in the new year. Yeah, amazing. Um, uh, a women's title match? Ooh, um, women's wrestling is like so big now in Britwrest. I mean, there's so many good female talent. I mean, it'd be hard to name just, just yeah. two. Um, straight away, like Lana Austin comes to mind. I mean, it's hard not to have her like come straight to mind as a female yeah. talent that's instantly making waves. For me, I'd, I'd probably say Lizzie Styles. Lizzie oh, Lana Austin versus Lizzie Styles. We're going with Lizzie Styles versus Lana Austin, yeah. Wow. That'd be, that'd be a hard hit match. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I've only, whenever I've seen Lizzie Styles, I've only ever seen her wrestle men. I've seen her wrestle CJ Banks, and I've seen her wrestle Pitbull. I've never seen her in a match against a woman live. I've seen, I've seen her on videos, but I've never seen her live against another woman. Lana Austin, I've, seen, I've only seen her live once. That was at the... Wrestling Media Con in Manchester, 2018, against Sue Young when it was uh, Impact Wrestling versus Brit Rest. It was match of the night, I thought. Yeah, both are just really phenomenal talents. And like you said, they're both hard hit. Uh, it's not like women's wrestling has evolved so much now that a lot of the times they're stealing the show. Yeah, so at, at Wrestle Island, Alexis Falcons still won contender for the men's title, the, the main island title, because he won the Rumble last year. Okay, uh, a hardcore extreme rules type match? Um, oh, um, there's a trainee called Jack Maxwell up here. Like, yeah. he's, he's wanting to branch out into that more, like, hardcore stuff. Again, he's another guy that you probably haven't heard of yet. Oh. But again, that's it yet because he's gonna be, he's gonna be someone. He just needs that, like, opportunity, that, that push. And I think, like, down the line, 
Yeah, he could make a big scene in like the hardcore divisions. Um, I'm probably gonna really go really Jericho and probably say Big Fucking Joe. Yes. Because <laughs> if you got a hardcore match, you need him on your show. <laughs> I'm really surprised nobody's put Big Joe versus Big Joe on any of these cards yet. I think it's just. <laughs> Maybe guns to the referee if you want, special guest referee. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this uh, match are you going to put yourselves in? A tag team title match? Or? Uh, no, if, if we're the bookers, we're in the batch. So, yeah. yeah we, we can't be booked. When it yeah, comes to uh, tag team matches, I'll go, uh, I'll put Young Guns in there. I mean, it's hard not to, win it? I'll put um, Synergy in there. Oh. Synergy oh. versus the Young Guns. Oh, that'd be amazing. Now, I've seen a couple of Synergy matches and they're just so, so good together. But, like, later on down the line, we'll get to learn from at some point. Let's say, I've been, I've been in touch with Ryan from Synergy, and he said he's interested in coming on the near future, so I'm really excited for that. Yeah, we've never actually met, but we've spoken on social media a few times. Mm. Both just very charismatic guys, and despite them looking big again, I'd say they're, they're very likeable. They're like the, like the opposite to us. We're, like, very nasty. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> What about an, an intergender match? We should have used Lizzie Stout. Yeah, we should have. Um, we'll, have round, <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to book her twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Lizzie Styles and uh, Scott Cruz in there. Yeah, yeah, it's Ooh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Cruz in there, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Nathan Cruz versus Lizzie Styles. Like Nathan can wear any type of match you want him to. Yeah, he's so 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 good. I'd be an interesting match. Yeah, we're different. I don't know, I really want to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> what about your main event, your main title match? Or... Um, I, I feel like I'm really impressed with uh, RPD. Um, he's very, even though he's come from a boxing background, RPD is a guy that is an attraction. Yes. And people are instantly attracted to him and his boxing background. So I'll go with RPD the challenger. See, for me, because we spoke kind of him earlier on, he's going to be the champion in this case. Rampage. Oh. Like Rampage that like, hands down like probably one of the best wrestlers in Europe. Yeah. yeah. I'll be, like, be, be like a Rampage. Probably a proper like Rocky versus Thunder Thunderlips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. RPD the underdog. Oh, that'd be, yeah, that'd be a really interesting match. That was a, that's a great card. So, some names are yeah, some names on there I haven't I haven't seen, so I'll have to check them out. Yeah, there's a lot of like trainees up this end and all around Britain that, again, you will probably get opportunities now. Because there's a lot of spots open, you'll yes. probably see more like new guys. Well, you saw that happen when uh, NXT UK turned around and they kind of took all the main events out of the Brit rest and then all these guys just moved up and they just made it fresh and depth it up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, British wrestling is like, so attractive at the minute. Like, you've always got new guys coming through and because the talent that's already there is so good who's training them it's just a really really good circle yeah and I, th- I think you could only, from now on you'd be only be able to have good training schools so I don't think people will put up with poor ones anymore hopefully it's the end of all this like bad bad stuff surrounding British wrestling because there is really good people in British wrestling and it's a shame that they might necessarily not be getting the recognition they deserve due to these bad eggs Mm. Hopefully they're gone now. Yeah, and all the promoters I've spoke to in the last couple of months, they've all put things in place to put like an independent person, people who go to them if they have any problems. So it's not all you have to go to talk to one of the boys. It's 
there's an independent person who's not associated with the wrestlers you can go talk to and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a great idea, and it's it's gonna have to be gonna have to be there going forward, and I'm fully behind it, fully support. It. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good tool to have, especially to the like the new guys who are coming through who haven't got mm. confidence. It's just someone they can go to and speak to if they've got any problems or anything. It's, it's really really good. Hello, this is RP Davis, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Oh, this is where I'd usually ask where can people see you in the near future, but have you got anything planned for, like, video-wise, for fans, or anything you've got to do online? Or... So, yeah, um, you can find us on Twitter at Big Hoss Rogan. Matt, this is WB Reese for Reckon Ball Reese. We yes. also have uh, merchandise that you can get, T-shirts in our bio, in the Twitter links. The link will be in the Twitter bio. I'll, I'll put links to everything in the description below the interview. Ah, oh, brilliant. Cool. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been really enjoyable. Yeah, right. Thanks. This is Reese and Rogan, and you are listening to Broken Book Glorious. <laughs>